This is Lewis Riddick of ESPN. You are listening to the SteelerNation.com podcast. Hello, Steeler Nation, and welcome to your Steeler Nation vidcast. Sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises, part of the Big Play Vidcast Network. I'm your host, G Stryker, and welcome to the first training camp 2022 vidcast podcast of the season. Got a lot to talk about. Uh, really, obviously excited. Everything coming back to Latrobe, back to St. Vincent's College. Um, everybody's really excited about that. I know, especially the veterans that were already used to going to Latrobe and getting that camaraderie, staying in the dorms with all your friends, getting to know each other better, creating that atmosphere to build team chemistry for this season. So this is something we haven't had for the past two seasons just because of COVID. All the training camp stuff has happened at the UPMC Sports uh, Complex at uh, Art Rooney Field over there. So now we're back at Chuck Knoll Field (laughs) for St. Vincent's. Everybody, full compliment, big crowd today. Uh, unfortunately, I did not make it up. I had my my uh, my Tesla batteries went bad in the Tesla. I had to get that towed. And also my RV is on its second transmission in two years. Fortunately, under warranty, but still kind of a pain in the butt because I'm going to Pensick this week with my brother, which is a Western Pennsylvania fun thing for some, some of those, those people that know about living back in time and uh, spending two weeks over there watching people battle and have a good time. Looking forward to it. It's going to be a blast. My brother's a blacksmith. So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun helping them out as well. Obviously, guys, this is your show. Questions, comments, Steeler Nation. We know we take them all from you. And Michael Hall always knows because we are live. Thank you, Michael Hall of Fame. Always great to have you on the show. First thing I wanted to talk about was the stuff that happened yesterday when everybody was coming into camp. We found out that Minka Fitzpatrick is injured. He hurt his wrist falling off of a bike. I'm not worried. Dude doesn't need to play a down in training camp. Doesn't need to play a down in preseason. He will be ready to rock and roll. I have no problem with Mika Fitzpatrick. That wrist should be up and ready to go by the time it's regular season. The one I am concerned about, Tyson Aluwalu with knee swelling. Um, I was exceptionally concerned because today they followed it up and they placed him on the pup, physically unable to perform. Whereas... um, Minka Fitzpatrick was on the NFL uh, injury list, so he's he's not on anything reserved yet, But so he'll come back probably quicker. But the pup is a big deal, especially that I heard today that Tyson Alualu had swelling and had issues at OTAs. If that was a condition, I mean, we should have talked about some orthoscopic surgery to start removing some loose bodies because that's a quick four-week turnaround. Would have been ready for training camp. I guess they were trying to say, hey, let's rest it. Let's see if it gets better. We're at training camp now, and he's on the pop. So don't know if he's going to go in for orthoscopic knee surgery. If he does, we still got a shot at him, getting him back for first week of the season. But right now, I'm concerned, and I'm very concerned because he's a guy that we lost all last season when he was a big part of our run defense. Essentially, we lost him. We lost our run defense. So I'm really, really concerned about Tyson Aluwalu coming back and being able to contribute this season. Okajobi made it. He's back in camp. That's something that nobody talked about. He's in camp. He's working out. Worried about his injury. I told you guys, not a problem. He, the nine months hit on the 20th of this month for him to be able to come back fully from that injury. And he is rocking and rolling in camp. So at least we got Okajobi in there for a part of the mix. Right now, it looks like he's working in and that left uh, defensive end spot from what we're seeing at practice today. 
Um, and obviously we've got the elephant in the room now, guys. And I want to hear from you. What about Deontay Johnson? Deontay Johnson looks like he's pulling the TJ Watt card with a hold in, not a hold out, showing up, doing his requirements, being there at practice, doing the pre-workouts. But when they go to team drills, he's done. He'll watch, he'll work out, continue to keep himself in shape. And I understand that. And honestly, I said the Steelers should have paid him back when he was asking for $16 million a year at the, when the season ended. I said, sign him then. Went up to $19 million. He tweeted that out before it right started free agency. Then people started getting signed. We'll be lucky to get him for $20 million season now. Lucky. But this might be his only year he plays. And if, if he wants to get paid, he has to play this season. I do not see a holdout at all this season. I'm, he might not be participating that much in camp, but he will not hold out the season because he needs the stats to be able to be paid and paid out the butt in free agency this offseason. So stranger still that like a guy like Juju Smith-Schuster still can't make $10 million, but a guy that's a, like a, a, a wide receiver two on any team from Washington can make a $20 million contract or $22 million contract. Insane. Absolutely insane the way the money's made. Kirk getting paid $20 million a season. Come on. These are like tier two wide receivers. Not somebody like Juju Smith-Schuster you can build a team around. Insane. Absolutely insane. So let's talk about some of the news too. I see you popping up some stuff. New running back sign. Yep, you're right about that. Jeremy Nichols, former Titans running back. Welcome to the team, Jeremy. Thank you for covering this too, Michael Hall. I was going to get to that, but I'm glad you did it. One year signed. And that's great. Like he is our, oh, who was the guy that we had last year? Uh, that fit that role for us. I wanted to say Arthur Mollett, but no, it started with an M as well. Um, but he was that player that did what really well in the preseason could, was the veteran guy we brought in for a year could catch really well. Uh, and then we got to the regular season. He didn't do as, as well during the regular season as he did in the preseason games, man. Why am I just drawing a blank on that one? But you guys can help me out with that one. Cause you guys are Steeler nation. We're as smart as, a, as we combined as we are. Oh, yeah. Charles Johnson talked about that extensively on the podcast last week. Yeah, huge to lose a guy like Charles Johnson. Um, big Colorado Buffalo player as well. Was good in college. Played in college and in the pros. Spent seven years with Cordell Stewart. Uh, it was like three three in college, four in pro. Yeah, so, and Cordell came out the year after uh, Charles Johnson came out. So it was really nice to have that connection back on the team when he became the starter as well. He had some good years. That was his best years having Cordell throwing the ball to him. So sad to see that he went, you know, right around my age, man. That's that makes me think this guy was a professional athlete and he's dropping. We can't have that happen. <laughs> so another thing I wanted to talk about too, is the, um, the quarterback situation and how that's working out. Obviously we got Trubisky being the number one right now. Um, I took a quick picture on my phone and I'm just looking that up quickly so I can grab my screenshot. But this is what we had with the matchup today. Trubisky ran with the ones, Rudolph with the twos, obviously uh, Pickett with the threes. Mitch Trubisky was three for seven for 10 yards. Mason Rudolph, seven for nine for 46 yards. Best on the day. Kenny Pickett today, four for seven for 21 yards and an interception. Led, or sorry, ended practice with the INT. 
obviously I'm not making too much out of it for the stats first day of training camp. Interesting to see that Rudolph is hitting the ground running. He understands the offense. He's moving on all cylinders. Um, He's the most ready, I think, of working with this team and under this offense because he has the most experience under Canada's offense than anybody else. So I expect him to be a little bit better. If he if this keeps going on for a week, maybe he starts getting one reps. We'll have to see. Interesting aspect of Deontay Johnson holding out. Now that has created more opportunity for the other wide receivers to come in and fill to play with the one. So I was like, who's going to be the backup X behind DJ right now, Cody white, Cody white got all of the X reps. Surprisingly Claypool got moved to slot this season. Not, not Pickens Claypool Claypool moved to slot and Pickens was playing the outside Z where Claypool normally played. Love it. I love a big bodied slot. I was thinking Pickens or Claypool being possible. I know Claypool worked in some reps in previous years as a slot, but it looks like they're trying to commit to him being slot this season. He can run the roots, big body dude, and he can also rip the top off too. You can put a linebacker on that guy, look out. He's making a huge play. So it'll be interesting to see the way that this continues. But right now, Cody White on the X, Claypool in the slot, and um, Pickens over at the Z. What do you think about that, guys? You let me know about that as well. Um, Michael Hall again, a lot of football players passing away. It sucks to hear this. Yes, it does. Michael Scott Joyner, I got all the Michaels here today. Excited to watch the quarterback competition. Yeah, me too. Me too. And um, interesting also, like for me, it's really not a competition for the one. I think Trubisky's going to take it. But the third quarterback on this team, it's going to be determined by how well Chris Alodican does. And if he starts getting some snaps, if somebody starts missing some time and he starts showing he can play, somebody's going to be worked off of this roster. And the only one that can really be fit, be worked off would be Rudolph. Got trade value. Trubisky's got trade value too, but I think we want him as the vet this season. I think we've committed to him being up there and as the vet this season. We'll have to see, though. Sugar Daddy, welcome to the show. My first time talking to you, sir. Love to hear from all the Steeler fans and Steeler Nation. Rudolph had his chance to prove he was ready to replace Big Ben. It's Trubisky's time to shine. Though, Rudolph was 4-2 the year that Ben was down. So, yeah, he didn't. And, and he didn't lose the game last year that he was in. <laughs> he tied it. He tied it, but he played good enough to win in that game. It's disappointed that we didn't win that game, but I'm not throwing that all on his shoulders. I still think he can play, but I think Trubisky has way more upside, and I'm with you on that, Sugar Daddy. Yeah, because Trubisky, second pick in the draft, man. The guy can make every throw, plus he's very, very mobile. That's something that will work better in the play-action scheme and the line of scrimmage, uh, uh, read, read action or RPO, run-pass option offense that Matt Canada is looking to employ this year so it'll be fun to watch and i know trubisky can run that offense it would be a little bit more standard with rudolph in there but rudolph throws a hell of a deep ball might be, might throw the best deep ball on the team and he definitely threw the best deep ball on the team last year that included having ben roethlisberger on the team but 
This team's going to be a lot of short area passes as well. Working that play action. Najee's offense. I'm looking forward to how this is going to be. George OTJ. How you doing, George? Good to hear from you. CA3 and GP getting to make it clear. Don't pay DJ. Well, we'll have to see if Pickens and Austin can do it. I did hear that. Um, and I did see Antonio Brown retweeted Pickens uh catching a ball deep over top of two guys. And it was a, a hell of a catch. And he's wearing, of course, AB's old 84 number. So, yep, we can wear our 84 jerseys back. We'll just put some duct tape on the brown, put pickings on there. I'll be happy to roll with that. <laughs> but, yeah, and also Austin, I heard, took a screenplay to the house. Yeah, it's no contact, but he didn't even get touched from what I heard. He ripped it. Absolutely ripped it to the house. So, really excited with the youth in the uh, in the wide receiver crew, George. Even with Boykin, I want to see what Boykin's going to do this year. Guys, measurables are off the charts. I think a reason also why the Steelers were always better at developing wide receivers and the Ravens couldn't was the Ravens didn't have better quarter didn't have as good a quarterbacks as the Steelers had with Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger made receivers. Even like guys like Wheaton were great in our system and left and were like they were bad. Like only like. Uh, Sanders was the only one that left and became great after us. But then again, he went and played with another Hall of Famer with Manning. So great for him as well. Just interesting to see how that works out. But there's no way. All, and all the wide receivers are leaving Baltimore. Antonio Brown's cousin, Hollywood Brown, he's like, I'm out. I want out. And he's in Vegas now. He doesn't want to play with Lamar, Lamar Jump Ball Jackson anymore. Guy doesn't know how to throw the ball, not consistently downfield, not in a way that he's not in a scramble drill every time before he throws downfield. So I'm really excited because Miles Boykin isn't just a tall, fast guy. He's got excellent short area quicks. His three cone drill was third best out of all the wide receivers in that draft. And he still ran like a 4'4", 44, six foot four receiver. Awesome stuff. That's what I want. I want to see a guy like that be awesome in our system so all my Ravens fans can be like, well, how is he good in your system and not in ours? I'm like, because you have a running back for a quarterback. <laughs> it helps if you have somebody who can throw the football to a guy with talent. And that's the way it goes in Baltimore. Sorry, Horn. Miles Boykin's going to be catching some passes from Trubisky. <laughs> Michael Hall, 46 days and counting. I'm ready, man. I am excited and ready. And I'm too, and I'm excited for training camp. I'm excited for all of the stuff going on right now. All of the, the battles going on positionally. We're going to have some battles at nose tackle now with Alu Alu down. So I don't know if Lodekin's going to start getting more snaps. If they're just going to throw Adams there. Or if they're going to bring in uh, the new guy that they got too. I know we brought in another defensive lineman too that we signed. Um, and I don't think I added him to the list, did I? Damn, I did not yet. Nope, not on there. But it'll be interesting to see how they play. Yeah, I only have Adams down as the nose tackle that they re-signed in free agency. Uh, but you guys will know, though. You guys can help me out. Yeah, with you on MH. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, we'll have to see how it works out there, George. We do. Michael Hall, not Steelers-related, re but Burrow is having surgery, I'm hearing. Yep, he's having an appendix surgery, which is nothing. If you guys remember back to 2006, the year after we won the Super Bowl, Ben Roethlisberger had his appendix 
uh, go out on him the Sunday before the my or Sunday before the my the Thursday Miami game, which would have been the first game of the season, and he missed that game. Um, we had Batch, I think, starting that game for him, but it happens. It's usually you're off for a week. He'll be back. This is going to be a nothing issue for for Burrow and something that he doesn't have to worry about the rest of his life because they're going to pull the appendix out. Michael Scott, join What are your thoughts on the running back pickup? Nice to see some nice depth at the position. Now, I was happy they brought in a vet by far, uh, Michael, but we're not even, but the aspect that I like the most out of him is that he can also catch the ball. We need a two-way running back behind Najee because if Najee goes down, we need that offense to keep clicking and to keep running the same offense. And you keep doing that with a diverse running back. This is a diverse running back. Cheaper than a lot of the options we talked about. I know a lot of us wanted Johnson. We were talking about that. Did not come to pass. Uh, we'll have to see if... if um, Gosh, who was it? McFadden or McFarland? Sorry, McFarland coming up through being able to play this season, or also Durant, Mateo Durant. I'm, I'm excited to see what he can do because both of those are two way running backs as well. Snell, I know he runs the, he's just a strict running back. Don't pass him the ball at all. He, he has horrible hands. Um, and I, I, I've been watching a lot of tweets and texts from Steeler. People that are like, oh, Snell was the backup last year. Uh, who's going to take his spot? Actually, Snell became the backup because McFarland, McFadden, McFarland, McFarland hurt his ankle right before the season started. McFarland was going to be the backup. He knows Canada's offense. He ran it at a University of Maryland. He ran it all through preseason last year. I think McFarland's going to win it if he stays healthy. If not, we've got a couple more options now. We're looking to move him in. We'll have to see. And Boykin is quite willing to play special teams. Yes, he is. Excellent, excellent point, George. And that's how you make the team. You make this team through special teams. And that's, I think, a reason why the Steelers went out and they chose to pay his final year from his um, his waiver. They, they picked up his waiver tender. He did not hit free agency. So we paying his last year of his contract from his ready contract, which is a couple mil. But if he can play... All special teams, coverage teams, and come in and make some plays on offense. It's a win. Absolute win. Linda, how are you? Good to see you. Welcome to the show, Linda. Hi. You're doing so good. Well, thank you, Linda. I appreciate it. She's upstairs. <laughs> Big Steeler fan visiting in the house today with her boyfriend, Todd, working some events for me. They're going to be at the, uh, the Reagan Airport tomorrow, handing out free samples of, I think we're doing Mountain Dew Spark. So if you're at Reagan Airport tomorrow or at Dulles Airport tomorrow between 1 and 5, we're handing out free samples of Mountain Dew Spark and uh, promoting their new uh, food area there at both of the airports. So fun stuff. Welcome to the show, Linda. Always good to have you have, have you in the house and good to have you on the show for once. Awesome. Uh, Michael Hall. Pickens is very physical and aggressive player and would be fun to watch him make plays for the ball this year. I love that stuff too. And I love physical receivers. And Here's what I'm trying starting. Like I've started reviewing his tape. I'm trying to do tape for all the receivers. He's given me feels of like a slightly faster, quicker Anquan Bolden. <laughs> He's got room to even build on that frame. Like he is going to be a sick receiver if everything comes together for this guy. And Anquan Bolden, 
borderline Hall of Famer. He's up there every year for it now, too. And I, I think he should get in one of these years. Um, he was a physical receiver like Heinz Ward, the most physical of all physical receivers ever to play the game. Um, but Pickens is going to be in that same rare air, I think. And I'm excited to watch him play, too, Michael Hall. Excellent points. Chow, chow, dad. Welcome back to the show, man. How you been? Hey, Striker. Just saying, how's it? <laughs> oh, how's it to you, man? I haven't talked to you in so long. I hope you're doing well. You got any questions? Obviously, please bring them up because I'll be start starting to talk about um, some of my camp battles here coming up. So we'll talk about that in a skosh. Um, Michael Hall, I'd still prefer Johnson over this signing, but it is what it is. Yeah. Especially, yeah, for running back. But Steelers are going to be smart. They're not going to use a lot of money. Johnson's looking to start. And I think he's sitting right now like, I want to be a starter. He's good enough to be a starter in this league. We all know it. That's why we want him to back up in case anything happens to Najee. Problem is, they want to have to be on board with, hey, you are the backup. Najee's our guy. Not everybody can do that. Not everybody can... They can say it. They okay, we can do that. We, and then once it happens, they're like, "Nah, man, I can't do this. I want to leave." And that's the way the cookie crumbles. Sometimes, absolutely it. But hopefully, it will all work out. Pittsburgh Steelers fan, welcome back to the show. Here we go. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Tanya, welcome to the show. Go Steelers. Still believing, of course. This is the this is a magical time of the year, a time of renewal for Steeler fans, as well as the draft, getting new players in. But now we get to see all of those new players from free agency in the draft on the field for the first time, working together with their teammates, building team chemistry, showing where they belong, if they belong on this roster. Lots of great friendly competition, which is going to boil over into some nice, great training camp brawls that we know always happen every year. But it will be interesting to see how everything plays out. And I'm super excited just because there's so much turnover this season. New, new all new uh, quarterbacks, three new wide receiver spots, three or four new wide receiver spots open coming in. New offensive linemen coming down. New two new defensive linemen. We got a new inside linebacker, new backup um, outside linebacker as well, who I like in Avery, who I think is going to be a really good player for us. Um, and of course, all across the secondary, bringing in Wallace, bringing back Witherspoon. I mean, of course, signing Fitzpatrick to that huge contract and then bringing in KZ as well to compete with Edmonds. I'm seeing like, this is just going to be a fun training camp to watch. And I think we have like six guys now on the team that can return punts. Like we had a bunch of them today on the return punt team. And we had like Sutton, Austin, um, Pickens, I think was doing some, um, geez, who was our guy from last year? I forgot our guy that returned the punts. Oh, Gunner's out there again. That's right. Ray Ray Ray's not on the team anymore, but Gunner was out there too, uh, taking some punts. So we, we got a lot of talent that can kick and punt return on the, for this team. So it's going to be interesting to see who ends up winning these jobs because they're going to be good. They're going to be athletic. Michael Hall, Julio is now a buck. How much weaponry does Brady need? And that is a, that's like a trump card for Brady. Like that's like having Antonio Brown on your team minus the headaches. He's bigger than Antonio Brown. And I've always loved the way Julio Jones has played. Like I'm a big wide receiver guy. There is There are no holes in Julio Jones's game. Zero. 
The only thing holding him back now at this point is age and health. That's it. If he stays healthy, he's going to be productive and he's going to put up monster numbers with Brady because Brady loves having that go-to wide receiver. Have an AB, won a Super Bowl with him. You know, crazy stuff. Absolutely crazy stuff. But Julio Jones is that type of receiver. And that's that's why, if you remember back to when um, the year before Sanders became a free agent and was part of the big money crew with Wallace and A.B., um, Steel, the, the Patriots put in an, a restricted free agent tender when he was an RFA on Sanders. Steelers matched it and signed him for that year. And then the next year he left as a free agent, but they love that type of receiver, that go-to receiver. That's great with short area quickness so that he can get the ball out quick. I mean, hell Brady was doing it with guys that play lacrosse as opposed to freaking football. It was turning guys like Hogan into household names, running all up and down on us and guys undrafted guys like Walker Welker into hall of famers and a guy like Edelman that couldn't play as well for the Rams and came over to there and became an all pro as well. Guy knows how to utilize short area quickness receivers and get the, the balls as quickly as possible. And Gunner as well. Yes. Yep. Gunner as well. Returning those kicks. Yeah. I'm excited to see what he can do and even see what he can do possibly as an inside slot option as well, because even though we went out and grabbed Gunner and he's a great returner, doesn't mean he's going to play for us guys. Doesn't even mean he's going to make this roster. We have so many kick returners that we just drafted. A lot of youth and a lot of the receivers still on our roster that have experienced kick and punt return in the league already. I think Sims did some as well. So we'll have to see the way it turns out. And Deontay Johnson obviously was an all pro when he did it. I don't think we're looking to utilize him as a returner anymore. I think it's dumb that we don't try to utilize those players as situational returners. Like for a long kickoff return, if they're kicking from inside their 20, you can you can put out a, a, one of your best players out there because A, they're not going to drop the football. And B, if they get the ball with space, look out. Look out. They're going to make plays. But maybe Austin is the guy we want to see in that short area quickness making tame plays in the punt and kick return game. Because I think him with the ball in his hands with space is going to be pretty difficult to put the ball on the ground when he's returning kicks this year as well. <laughs> but what say you, Steel Nation? Anybody else you'd like to see back there as well? Who would you like to see as our special teams returner? I personally would like Gunner, but that was when I saw his highlights from the Pats. And Gunner's a fan, and he's a great special teams player across the board. He's an excellent coverage guy. He can go out and block teams for the kick blocks for uh, extra points and for uh, and for um, field goal block and for punt block. So this is a guy that's very athletic, that works a lot of special teams. That kind of gave him the inside track. But I think if you're going on pure athleticism, Michael Hall, I have to go with Austin right now. I think he's absolutely our most, one of probably our most athletic player on the team. Side speed ratio aside, He's the tiniest guy, pound for pound, might be the most explosive player on this team. So I'm excited to see him in game action, getting the ball in preseason and seeing what he can do. Yep. Hey, Brian Davis, welcome to the show. Austin Swift speed guy as well. Yeah, man. Yeah, he he rips it up. Absolutely rips it up. Um, a couple of the, uh, like, trying to figure out who's going to be making the team and who's going to be making it where. I know we had got a camp battle going on at left guard. That was the first one I wanted to talk about. 
And that one is, we got Dotson, the consensus All-American that was not invited to the Combine that we got in the fourth round, Steele, back for his third season. He's already the starter last year at left tackle. We got Kendrick Green that we grabbed in the third round last year to be our starting center. Started all last year at center. Now, all of a sudden, we're working him at left guard. I saw a lot of tweets today from some Pittsburgh journalists stating that they think Green has the inside track to becoming the starter at left guard. And the only thing I have to say about that, Steeler Nation, is I will put 20 bucks down that Dotson is not going to lose his spot at left guard unless he's injured. That's it. Dotson's going to start. Dotson is a better road grader, better body mover, pusher than Green. Flat out. And honestly, I'm still on the train that Green should be a backup center this year, working back, adding sides to eventually become a full-time center. I think he still has that athleticism. He still can play guard. Don't get me wrong. I think I think he can still play guard fine. But I think the only way he's playing left guard is if something happens to our right guard and we move Dotson over to right guard. If something happened to Daniels, throw Dotson into his natural position where he played in high school and college all the way through, where he became an All-American, that is right guard. Then Green can play left guard. And I'd be fine with that lineup too. But as far as that battle... You're not going to push. I, I think now that you have Dotson competing with a guy that is on caliber to push him, I think he's going to show really how good of a competitor he is this year. Because that guy's an absolute mauler and an absolute monster. And coming back to you guys too, George, what are you talking about here? Having a bunch of returners is great. If they aren't working out, the next man up. Agreed. Can't Can never have too many returners. Agree with CA3. Yep. Austin, 401.40, not a 4.32 yet. It seems like it. It seems like he runs a sub 4, like a 4.17, at least when he's out there. The guy is absolutely a burner and fun to watch. And him at that size being even smaller of a target to tackle, though he is more rugged, guys. He took hits. I saw his film in college, man. The guy took hits. He took a licking and kept on ticking. And he's built like my side. Actually, I'm bigger than him. I'm I'm six foot one, one eighty, one seventy-five currently. Seventy-eight. I've been I've been drinking. Um this guy's like one sixty-five, five eight. I'm talking about like Spud Webb size. Guy could play in the NBA at that size. He was hell of a player. We'll have to see if finally one of these short, small speed speed guys finally work out for the Steelers. But as far as for just looking at pure talent the way they return kicks. I think this guy's way better than Adria Archer or Chris Rainey. He's already head and shoulders above the pedigree of those guys just coming out of college. So interesting to see how he is going to turn out this year. Michael Hall, it's the small guys that make the big plays when the others don't expect it. And that's what we need. We need playmakers. And that's what this, and I know Steeler fans were always like, we got to draft that. Got to go out and draft those linemen. We got to spend all those picks on linemen. We are out of linemen. Guys, you don't get skill position players the way the Steelers get skill position players by waiting until rounds five, six, and seven to grab them. That's why we've got one of the best tight ends projected in the league this year in Pat Fryermuth. Best one we've had since Miller. That's how we get Najee 
freaking Harris, a Pro Bowl uh, running back that set Steeler records for most most rushing yardage in a Steeler for by a Steeler for a rookie and most passes caught by a rookie. Same guy, and not once, not once did he put the football on the ground last season. Guy is a vet, masquerading as a rookie. You don't find those guys in rounds three, four, five, six. You find them in one and two. Got Claypool in two. We went out and got last year. Of course, we got our, our quarterback round one. Round two, we got Pickens, who looks like an absolute unit. Absolute unit. You don't find those guys deep. You can find project guys that can project to that possibly deep. Miles Boykin was a, was a higher drafted guy as well. A lot of pedigree in that guy. And he played with Claypool over at Notre Dame. So interesting to see how those guys will work out in this system as well. Michael Hall, I'll see your 20 and range of 40. Oh, you, okay. You want, if you want to take, if you want to take green and I take Dotson, I'll take you on that bet. That's a good gentleman's bet. Michael Hall. I'll take you on 40 on that one. Cause I honestly think Dotson's not being replaced unless he's, a, if there's an injury to either bets wiped out because I'm not, it wouldn't be fair for me to say it for Dotson, but not have the same thing apply for green. Uh, you're built like a wide receiver or even a quarterback, maybe even a safety. Michael Hall, those are the positions I played in co- in high school. Actually, in high school, I was a split end. I did punt return and kick return. I played free safety, though I did play all four positions in safety. I s- sucked at strong safety, though. Better at the corners than I was, but I was a great free safety. Uh, and then when I got to um, college and I started playing flag, I actually was a center, which is a center eligible, which I turned into a wide receiver position because you couldn't line up over center. So I'm running deep plays and stuff with a linebacker trying to cover me. And then I played middle linebacker uh, and in flag because I was good in short area quickness uh, and could grab a lot of flags, get to people quickly, pick off some balls in the short area. Um, but, uh, but I played some free safety too if I had to, if people weren't there. But I like being up in the action on the in flag. Uh, but yeah, but that is the way I'm built. <laughs> Bray901 to 407, welcome to the show. First time seeing you here, welcome. Um, go back and watch his 40. I promise you 401, maybe 402 big controversy. Now, is that the pro day or is that his, uh, the combine from, from the combine, uh, shoot back and let me know about that. Derek, what up striker? We need to sign Deontay Johnson fast. Yep. Should have been last month. Should have been at the beginning of the year. Should have been at the top of free agency before the crown tracks went nuts on these receivers. Absolutely nuts. But you're hundred percent Derek. And great seeing you again, man. Awesome to see you. Robert! And I'm sorry, man, before we uh, we, we say anything to... Um, well, first, I'll read what you have. Hey, Striker and Steeler followers. Rad Rob returns with Steeler skepticism full of black and gold live. Love to see that, guys. And Rob, I was not dissing you guys uh, on Friday. Every once in a while when I'm away or when, it's sh- when I have a very small window to get stuff up, I will actually record and stream the podcast live on. So if you're on on Thursday late, usually it's like 10 o'clock to midnight, sometimes early Friday morning when I'll be posting one. Some if, when I'm on the road, these next couple of weeks is going to do it. But I know you guys try to ask questions when I was on that, but that's not a live show. I take all my questions from SteelerNation.com football forum and guys go join it. If you haven't joined it yet, I just put up my thread before this cast. If you want to throw up some questions, because we got some stuff going on. You got stuff even going to happen tomorrow, Thursday. 
throw up your questions. I will get to them on that cast. But you can watch it live if you want to sit there and just have a good time and watch it live. That is awesome. Um, and it, you get a sneak preview because you guys subscribe to our YouTube channel. So if you subscribe to St YouTube slash Steeler Nation, that's how guys like Rad Rob, that's how guys like Miles Pressgraves and them sit in and they get to watch the pre-release for the podcast every week if they choose to do so. Otherwise, you can watch it at your leisure. It's usually back up and ready to roll by the time you wake up in the morning on Fridays. So interesting tidbit. I just wanted to address that, Rod Rob. I was not dissing you. I never would. Absolutely never would. Rod Rob does like ribs. <laughs> Hells yeah. Hells yeah. CA3 had both feet across the line before they stopped the clock. Wow. That is interesting, Bray. That is cool. That is something I didn't even see. But yeah, that, because, because he ran, I think, legit, like it was like a four. Here, let me look it up. I know I have his numbers here. Uh, that was Austin. Um, combine. Boop. Miles Austin. Of course, I spelled it wrong. <laughs> but yes, Miles Austin, combine numbers here. Uh, oh, that's not the right guy. My gosh. No, geez. See Austin. Dang it. <laughs> See, that my word association always gets me into trouble. <laughs> Just the way it works out, always. Uh, Calvin Austin, striker, do yourself a, a favor and get your stuff right. Mm -mm -mm. Calvin Austin combine numbers. Because I can actually work that out to uh, real world situations as soon as I see his combine numbers. And that's his, yep, 5'8", 170. So a little shorter than I am about my weight. But his combine numbers, where's his freaking? I don't see his uh, 40 here. Oh, there it is, doy. Th four, three, two, yeah. So if you said both of his feet across, that would probably put him in about, it would shave off a 10th at least, maybe 15th. So like, a tenth and a hundredth or five hundredths. So you'd be looking at the four seventeen to four nineteen range, I think, but not straight down to a straight four. I that is just insane numbers to be that fast yet. Um, but it's not unheard of to break a four two or at least be right around that four two. That's Olympic speed. That's awesome stuff. Uh, Michael Hall, just a free roam comment. Steelers rank number one in away uniforms, rank number two and home uniforms, and number one NFL logos out of 32. That's awesome. The reason why we rank so high in away uniforms is because at the beginning of the season, everybody makes us play in our blacks, especially when we're playing in hot weather areas. Oh, keep the Steelers in their blacks. They're going to be so hot and tired by the end of the game. They're not going to be able to do anything in the fourth quarter. And what do we do? We kick the crap out of them anyway. Why? Because we're back in black, baby. <laughs> But I did. Honestly, NFL, get over this crap and allow the Steelers to play in road golds. I want the... Why would we limit having an amount of jerseys you can freaking sell? And I'm still waiting for a moment where the Steelers can actually sell a gold jersey. Love the gold. It's practice jerseys are pretty much the only time you see a gold. I had a chance of buying a, a Heinz Ward gold jersey, and I didn't, and I kicked myself. It's like one of the... My biggest regrets of my life is not buying that Heinz Ward gold jersey. Yeah, Robert. What is that? Uh, is that food? <laughs> is, is that a bone? That meat on that's the ribs. The ribs. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Brian Davis, I disagree. Have him play out the contract and draft the number one next year. And that's the, yeah, that's, 
that's the issue too with it, Brian. Like I, I see the potential in the guy. I think this guy can be an AB type guy and he's going to be, no matter who he plays for, he's going to be a, a really productive, great player in the NFL. I really think that about Deontay Johnson. But if he's going to get to the point where he's pricing himself out of the Steelers market, I am fine with them just letting him play this year. I am. I can take that, especially if Calvin often pans out, especially if Pickens pans out. And if Claypool can recover, look out, guys. We got a lot of talent on this team. I mean, currently the way it is anyway, we got a lot of talent on this team. That's not even including like Miles Boykin making this team or Gunner or Cody White. I mean, we got some great results. Or Johnson. I mean, a lot of guys like Anthony Johnson too. So we got some phenomenal, phenomenal wide receiver options coming up. And let me get my wide receiver breakdowns up. I started doing wide receiver breakdowns too. Um, yeah, Anthony Miller, Steven Sims, Cody White, Tyler Vons. He's another good player. I mean, he was he was drafted by uh by Indianapolis. The guy doesn't play special teams, but he was out of USC two years ago, six foot two, 184. That um and guys, the Jerry Rice metric that I talk about when I talked about that on the um the draft shows. Jerry Rice metric for wide receivers, six foot two, 200 pounds. That's the metric. Now, Tyler Vaughn's a little lighter. He's 6'2", 184, but we've got one, uh, two, three, four receivers that fit the metric this year that are 6'2", 200 or greater. Chase Claypool, 6'4", 238. George Pickens, 6'3", 200. Miles Boykin, 6'4", 220. These guys are units. And then we have Cody White, 6'3", 215, currently our ex-receiver right now with Deontay Johnson, waiting to get a new contract. Interesting stuff. Robert, Steeler fans rank number one in infant Steeler uniforms. Steelers rank number one in women's uniforms. And Steelers ranked number one amongst old people buying their products amongst any team. Yeah, that has to do with brand recognition. They also have the number one um, brand loyalty. So in Pittsburgh, when they slap the Steelers being the official team of whatever they're trying to sell, Steeler fans buy it. And they buy it in spades above any other team. Like the Green Bay Packers, the only ones that come close. Everybody else is like, eh, whatever. That's cute. Maybe see it at the stadium. Maybe buy some stuff at the stadium that's there. Official paint. I'm not buying their paint. Well, PPG paint. Everybody buys PPG paints in Pittsburgh. That's the only paint you buy when you're in Pittsburgh. I mean, it's more maybe for the for the Penguins as well, but also for Pittsburgh. Yeah. Now everybody's going to be investing there at uh, Akashur. <laughs> Michael Hall, are you aware that we actually have had six killer bees in the past? Uh-oh. Six of them. Six of them. I know we had Bell, Brown, Ben, Boswell. Hmm. That's four so far. You got to tell me the other two. You got to help me out on that one. Robert, Steelers ranked number one in toddlers closing. Steeler fans are everyone, just not your typical younger white male. Like it's true for NFL teams and most other places. Exactly. It is a family affair when you're a Steeler fan. That's why when anybody moves away from Pittsburgh, their family becomes Steeler fans, continues to be Steeler fans, and continues to be raised Steeler fans. It is a family thing. Not just a white male thing. You're damn right about that. Or 
young male thing because not don't have to be white to enjoy it. We got plenty of minorities that love their Steelers as well or love their football teams as well. Brian Davis got to join that TikTok. Also, it's great. Yeah, TikTok's awesome. I'm also on TikTok, guys. I am at SN Striker on all my stuff. That is for Twitter, for TikTok, for Instagram. I started throwing up some some quick hits too from the podcast and the vidcast. So um, if you want to join me on that, we get up to a thousand. I'll start doing live casts straight off of the TikTok as well. I think I'm going to start doing them off of the uh, for Steeler Nation too coming up here soon because we're about. Make sure you give Steeler Nation a follow on TikTok as well. I believe we're Steeler Nation com, but it's it's in my links as well. You can find Steeler Nation on there. Um, awesome, awesome stuff. And as soon as we're over a thousand, we'll be TikToking with the vidcast as well. That would be fun. <laughs> Always fun. Um, all right, here we at. Where are we at? Where are we at? Now I got to find where I was. Where I left off. Oh no. Because I was just talking to Robert. Just talked to Brian Davis about the TikTok. Yep, Robert back again. Black and gold love includes me being dumb for not getting the live. I read still can be rebroadcast. My bad. Erroneous. Not a bad. Not a not a big deal, dude. Not a big deal. Like like I'm fine. If you guys want to hang out, you guys can still chat with each other because that's cool too. Because I I go back and I read the chats after my podcast. So like. I know give me ideas for the vidcast coming up too. I, I love the communication and love the, the community we've, we've grown here and we built. So you're a big part of it. Robert miles, uh, Michael hall of fame. I mean, we, we got everybody here. We got Brian Davis, got a lot of you guys just keep coming back. And that's, that's why it's a fun, fun, uh, cast for me to do. Bray Dotson is a Steeler through and through. He was sitting in a Steelers cave when he was drafted. He won't get beat out. And that's the reason why he's a Steeler fan. Because his dad was a Steeler fan. And we talked about when I interviewed him after we drafted him. They have a Steeler, a yellow top pool table with a Steeler logo in the center of it. That's how big a Steeler fans they are in that place, man. They are. He's Dotson is a member of Steeler Nation, and we signed him to a contract. And he's going to be our starting left guard. Bet against me if you think I'm wrong. John, welcome to the show, John. I look forward to Calvin Austin being the NFL version of Quadri Henderson in Matt Canada's offense. That's a nice reference there, John. That's that quick, short area scat back guy that's going to make plays with his legs, make plays with his hands, get him in space, and look out. Great, great addition there, John. Love that point. Love it. Michael Hall, his 40 is so fast, it can't be recorded. Hashtag Roadrunner. Meet me. There he goes. <laughs> Brian Davis. How about number eight jersey sales rank? Fourth in the league above Tom Brady. Guys, when the Steelers draft somebody from Pittsburgh, that jersey's going to be top 10. It happened to Connor, and we drafted him like the third round, and he was a top 10 jersey that year, the first year he was drafted. Because he went straight from being running back Pitt to running back at Pittsburgh. <laughs> I love that. Absolutely love that. And cheers to you, Steeler Nation. I have a find. I have a find right now that I'm, I'm drinking my natural light Natterdays. Uh, this is coming in kind of weird. It's called Natterdays. It's got a lot of bu bunch of pink flamingo on this. It's a pineapple shandy, and it's delicious. <laughs> it's my summer drink right now, and it was dirt cheap. I found it at the County Line Liquors. Um beer store right there from Maryland going into uh, Delaware for $8.99, a case of 24. So I bought five cases. <laughs> I 
because I bought one case when I took it to the beach. I tried it. I was like, this is phenomenal. Sat on the beach drinking it all week. Loved it. Came back through. They still had them. They had six of them. I'm like, bam, out the door, buying five cases of this stuff. And I've taken it to Pensick with me. So maybe I can trade it in for some better stuff. <laughs> but I'm enjoying it. It's an easy drinker. Easy, easy drinker. Love the black unis. Me too, Bray. And especially the black with the block letters. That's my favorite. Black and block. John, Steelers need to be back in black. Block. Oh, there you go. Great minds, John. Great nines. Thinking alike. <laughs> Beat. Yep. Robert, Dotson and us fell in love. Soon as we say him, his demeanor is lifelong Steelers fandom. Yet Mike R. Check his eagle, bringing him all interior offensive line help when the Steelers need is a left tackle and nose tackle serious depth. And especially with our nose tackle currently going on the pup, which I talked about at the top of the show here, Robert. I'm not sure if you were there for it, but I'm concerned with Tyson Alualu. Um, him stating that he had some swelling also at OTAs and it wasn't worked on between OTAs and camp. So to me, I'm concerned. I'm concerned about him being able to play the season. Uh, so yeah, we need more nose tackle depth as you always allude to as fact and left tackle left tackle depth would be nice as well. Uh, don't know who my car is, but Mike T has been giving Dotson a hard time instead of focusing on getting deaths at left. Le Depth at left tackle and nose tackle. He's hassling the guy we love most of the line and Dotson. And I want a Dotson jersey. I want a 69 Dotson jersey. That is the jersey I want this season. I'm looking for it. Looking for it. John, put Pickens outside with DJ and Claypool in the slot, then proceed to watch all hell break loose. That is exactly, exactly what happened in training camp today, John. Minus DJ. DJ wasn't playing. So Cody White came in and took the X receiver snaps, but they did move Claypool to slot and they put Pickens on the Z on the outside. That's going to be fun to watch. Now think about this moving forward when we have Deontay Johnson on the outside, the two guys inside being Claypool and Austin with Pickens on the outside. That's going to be insane. That's an awesome four wide receiver set. Because you've got four diverse wide receivers that can all make plays and all have the potential of taking the ball to the house. All four of them. I can't wait. That's going to be really, really fun to watch. Really fun to watch. I mean, I don't want to take Fryer Move off the field. Don't get me wrong. But in certain situations, that's going to be really fun to watch. Yeah, I, 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 I can read your mind, Robert. You saw me correct that on the fly, man. I got your back. Uh, Christina, welcome to the show. We love the ladies of Steeler Nation. We got a couple here joining in today. Hashtag Steelers. Make sure you're following us, guys. Follow uh, at SN Striker on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok, of course, because uh, I'm starting to do that a lot more as well. That's fun. Uh, John, again, Pittsburgh does love wearing jerseys, don't they? Yeah, the city does. That is a jersey wearing town. Aaron Harris, welcome to the show. Hashtag Missing Big Ben. Gold jersey rocket. Yeah, I would love to see the gold jerseys. Absolutely would love. And even like a third, we should do a gold jersey one year, just as a third jersey. Just the league always says, oh, you can't wear anything other than your white on the road. Hell, freaking, that's the only jersey Dallas has. The white jersey. Most boring jersey in all sports. <laughs> Nobody wants to wear a white jersey. We'll wear it at home. How about them cowboys? The white jerseys. <laughs> 
Bray, we could possibly have the best wide receiver core in the NFL quietly. You're right. This this might be the most athletic wide receiver core in the NFL. We don't know potential too for just because they're rookies. And we have to see how Claypool can rebound with different quarterbacks throwing him the football. Deontay Johnson's the only one that's a lock. He's a lock stud. He's going to get catches. He's going to put up numbers. And he's going to get touchdowns this year. He's a stud. Lock. Other guys are a little bit more questions. We know Claypool can do it. We've seen it with our own eyes. He has to put up better numbers this year. And I think he will. I think he'll have more consistent passes this, this year. I think with the play action game and the read pass option is going to really create some nice opportunities for not only our running back, but for our receivers to be able to get the ball in space and make plays then with their legs and their athleticism. Cause that's where these guys are going to shine getting young, allowing the young players to utilize their athleticism. They don't have to be super polished yet. Just get them in space, give them the ball, let them go. I want to see Austin in space. I want to see Pickens in space. I want to see him making plays. Absolutely making plays. John, do not forget Vince. Oh, I miss me some Vince. So we're talking about uh, good old Vince Williams. Oh, I miss that guy. That's a guy I miss. Bettis. Oh, hell yeah. Love me some Bettis. Love me some Bettis. Hayward Bay and Martavis Bryant. Bay and Bryant. Great calls. Great calls. Yeah, they, Bay wasn't in on offense a lot, but he was a special teams demon. He was definitely our best coverage guy on special teams those years. And Martavis Bryant had a great year with us too. He put up sick numbers that one season with Ben. Absolutely sick numbers. Sick enough that they gave us a draft pick for him. Um, Montana native. Nice. Welcome to the show, Aaron. Great to have Montana in the house. Uh, we have a Montana native named Wig at SteelerNation.com. And he also runs a brewery. I forget the name of his brewery offhand, but we love us some Montana here. The good thing about Steeler Nation. It's the whole nation. Good thing about Steeler Nation is the whole world. It's Steeler Mundo. We got a lot of Latino fans. I got Carlos Goncalves that always checks in from uh, Venezuela when we're when we're on point, when we're during the season. Um, always love hearing to our Steeler fans all around the world because we have the same passion and love the same team. Awesome stuff. Robert, these commenting on wide receivers are tripping until tackling. That's just BS is an advantage to them until they start getting hit. That's true. And that's the thing I want to see about Austin. Austin's the guy I want to see how he bounces back when he gets hit by true NFL caliber tacklers because he's not the biggest guy, but I hope he's more durable than a lot of the smaller guys we've gotten in the past. He does have room to put on some more weight on that frame. So interested to see what he did. But as far as for Pickens, I'm not worried about his durability as much, uh, even though he was hurt a bit in college. I, th I think he's just more built to play in the NFL. I really do. Derek, welcome back, man. With having a new sponsor, are they going to add more seating or something like ketchup bottles in the zones? I don't know. Uh, I, I hope it's more like fan experience stuff. Uh, maybe more giveaways during the games for the fans that are there. Um, that kind of stuff is always fun for the fans. And um, some kind of maybe interactive experience. Uh, because Steelers, I mean, they've done an excellent job the great hall having all the, the Super Bowl memorabilia there. You got the lockers you can walk through and see the tribute to the, to the immaculate reception. They've got a place where the bands are playing live music with that wire Steeler helmet above them. It's just a really neat space. I don't know how much they can add more to that kind of stuff, but 
maybe different vendors coming in, maybe uh, different giveaways they can do now with having that extra money from these guys. Cause we always get some kind of giveaway when we're walking in the stadium too. giveaways might go up and be like really cool giveaways. That's when I, that's why I'm already calling that Akersher stadium. Heinz. What? That's a corporate sponsorship guys. I went off on a hard on the podcast. I was like, you guys got to get over it. It's a corporate sponsorship. Yeah. It's Pittsburgh. And I understand that it's Pittsburgh and there's loyalty to Pittsburgh. Understand that completely, but it's a corporate sponsorship. And I don't care what the corporation's called. They're giving me four times what Heinz has given me. We'll still squirt our ketchup on your burgers in the stadium there, Heinz, but we'll take Akersher's money. <laughs> and Heinz is coming back. And that bottle, it looks like the bottle might be staying around as a photo op. I've heard that reported on certain locations. We'll have to see how that worked out. And they'll probably be playing close to what they already paid to have to be the uh, the condiment, um, the official condiment of the Steelers, and also to have the photo op stuff and to have that big Heinz bottle in the stadium. I have to think it's got to be around a million dollar a year sponsorship. And when they were paying like two and a quarter, that's a win-win for both. They're paying less. They're still getting some visibility. Steelers are still getting that money from Heinz. Awesome stuff. That's a win-win. Absolutely. And then plus they're getting another 10 mil on top. Absolute awesome stuff. Robert, my Davis Bryant may have slightly more freak skills than Claypool, but Claypool's mind is so much better than Martavis that I still have hope for Mapletron being more than a cheesy, forgettable name. Me too, man. Yeah. I, and honestly, like we we're still attacking Claypool's numbers. And if you look at his numbers from his, from his rookie year, to his sophomore year and the Pittsburgh, they're about the same. They're about the same amount of yardage, about the same amount of receptions, a little bit off here and there. Pretty much relative. The only thing that was a huge difference was his number of touchdowns. He had like 14 his first year, two last season. That was where it really went down. And when you took into account the amount of snaps that he had, he had way more snaps last year, like three times the snaps that he had in his rookie season. So those are the reasons why he should be projecting to be a better player when he got more snaps. He didn't last year. If he does this year, it'll be huge. Plus, he was able to play all those special teams for us. He can run with the football as well. Those are things that Martavis Bryant could not do, but Martavis Bryant was a size-to-speed ratio freak athlete as well. Agreed. Natty Ice! No, I won't drink the Natty Ice. I drink the Natter Days, but I will never drink Natty Ice anymore. It's Michael Scott Joyner. No way. <laughs> Mark Davis Bryant is a freak. Mapletron, a good kid. Needs to act like it and focus more, and he'll be great like Martavis should have been. Yeah, and that's it's the focus thing, and you're right on that one. I think if he focuses, he will be a monster. Absolutely. It came easy to him the first season because he was focusing. Second year, he was given the job. Took a little bit off. Brian Davis... Bushlight Apple, my go-to right now. Ooh, I haven't tried that one yet. So refreshing. Chase will have a 100-yard rushing game this year. Oh, that would, <laughs> that would be awesome. It rips off two jet sweeps. The jet sweep is back, guys. They're talking about Alex Kazora. Got to read his stuff. Alex, if you're not at training camp, he tells you essentially like you're there. I love his training camp diary. Day one is already out at the depot. It's, it's a must-read. It's a must read if you want to be on up, up on all that stuff. But he was stating they were doing a lot of jet sweep stuff today. So might have a hundred yard rusher from one of the receivers that they rip off some big ones. Scott, welcome back, man. It's been a minute. Good start for Pickens and Austin. Yeah. You're hearing good stuff out of day one in camp from our two rookies. I love hearing that too, man. 
Got something to build on. Pineapple shandy colored jerseys. Hell yeah. Put the flamingos on them. I'm even fine if they throw the flamingos in there too. Yeah, that works out. <laughs> Sponsored by Natural Light. <laughs> John, this offense is going to be dummy good. It, it, it's amazing. Like, I mean, we still had great skill position players last year. The problem was Ben had to get the ball out in two seconds for two reasons. One, he couldn't throw the ball down the field anymore. Two, our offensive line couldn't block anymore. <laughs> I mean, we had to rebuild the offensive line this season, unfortunately. But yeah, we're going to have a lot more time. This is going to be a more diverse offense, and we're going to see Matt Canada actually do what Matt Canada was paid for and why he was brought in in the first place. A diverse offense. Bray, best wide receiver core to include a running back, fullback, and tight end in the top three. Yeah, running back, definitely. Running backs are our most decorated uh, player on the offense right now, aside from our wide receiver, who has a Pro Bowl last year as well, and a second team All-Pro being a returner two years ago uh, from uh, Deontay Johnson. Fullback, what I heard here is showed up and is a unit. He is on the TJ Watt workout regimen, and he is thick. That's like 37 eyes. <laughs> thick. Can't wait to see him destroy people on special teams and on offense this year because Canada uses the fullback. Been a while since we've had an offensive coordinator that can do that. Bray, wish Vince could come back. We all do, Bray. But... Looking forward to see what Miles Jack can do in that position. Miles Jack is super athletic too. Let's let's hold out for that. But Vince was awesome. Probably the best a gap blitzing linebacker we ever had, and it was awesome against the run. Could not run on Vince. Claude, welcome to the show. Claude, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, Claude. Welcome to the show. Uh, Michael Hall. Funny how they call themselves America's favorite team. Uh, sure, come up to talk to us. When you have six, keep cleaning those fossilized trophy. It's the closest you'll get to touching another one. <laughs> one of my favorite stats I just saw on a meme since, what was it, 1996? I think it's uh, J-Lo has six rings and the Dallas Cowboys have zero. <laughs> I was like, spot on. <laughs> Claude Bishop, I heard that our rookie wide receivers balled out today. Yes, they did. We've been talking about that up and down. Austin ripped off a screen pass, was untouched in, in what should have been touched because we were in shells. And um, Pickens was catching a lot of balls, especially one over top that I saw was retweeted by AB. Caught one in that 84 jersey over top of two Steeler defenders with the first teams. And that was first team defense. So cool stuff to watch. Cool stuff to watch. Good stuff to get excited about. John, what are your thoughts on the Jeremy McNichol signing and what he brings to the backfield? He's a vet. He's diverse. I like him both as a runner and as a receiver. And anybody that's going to be backing up Najee has to do both. That's why I think Snell's time is limited. Snell's strictly a runner. McFarlane can run and catch. McNichols can run and catch. These are the guys that I think, and I think we're only probably going to keep three this year. With a fullback being the fourth, as opposed to keeping four in a fullback. So, going to be a lot tougher to make the team this year 
and running back. Robert, Austin ain't as fast as Dwight Hands of Stone and being self-ego striking about being the fastest current stealer will hurt him when he goes against faster DBs and other NFL teams with faster guys than Austin. But the cool thing with Austin is I, I think right now, at least in our system, he translates to playing the slot. I think maybe he could play X. I don't know. But right now he's a slot and he's a scat back slot, like an Antoine Randall L. And those short area quickness guys are going up against slower cornerbacks. They're going up against linebackers in certain sets. He's going to eat linebackers for lunch. He's going to show slot corners the reason why they couldn't play on the outside. (laughs) And that they make slot corner money for a reason. This is the kind of guy that creates mismatches. And I think right now in the slot, he can create some really good mismatches for us. I just don't see a spot on the outside for him this year on this team. Michael Hall, I'm dumb for saying this, and it's a bit cliche, but what does Pat and a cow have in common? Hashtag, please don't ban me. (laughs) I never ban you. I'm looking forward to the answer of what does Pat and a cow have in common? (laughs) John, Robert, that list of defensive backs faster than Austin isn't long at all. That's that's definitely true across the league. But they also play outside. I think Austin's going to be playing inside this year. Robert, Austin's self-ego stroking like Mike T himself. We'll have to see. Most Steeler fans will call it Heinz Field. You'll say that, Claude. And, and it's it's normal. Like, to me, it would be a big deal if we had, like, something like Three Rivers or Forbes Field or Pitt Field um, and then change, or Pitt Stadium, and then change that name to a corporate sponsor. Think of how about how crazy Steeler fans would be if they renamed Three Rivers Stadium and it's a corporate sponsor. Like, even if we called it Heinz Field at that time, everybody would have lost their minds. Oh, you can't, oh, you muddy grubbing going after, oh, you can't do that. And right now, like, Heinz Field was never called anything but the corporate sponsorship name that was there when they started creating that that stadium. So I think calling it Akershire to me is easy. Like I'm doing it now. Akershire Stadium. I'll be at Akershire Stadium. I don't know if you're going to Heinz Field, but I'll be at Akershire Stadium. <laughs> Might be the same place. It's Stambul, it's Constantinople. Now it's Istanbul, not Constantinople. There you go. <laughs> Always fun stuff. John, fastest doesn't matter unless you're talking track and field. There's many track and field guides faster in the NFL. And that is true. You get hit and he's very small. And though he is a little bit more durable than these Dree Archers and Rainy guys that we had before. We'll have to see how he stands up to actual contact, though. That's what I'm looking forward to as well, Robert. I was sure Robert Kraft was behind us losing the Heinz contract. Kraft did buy them out. Uh, if he bought them out, I don't want anything, anything to do with having him in the stadium. Ugh. You put money in that. That guy, that hand job, uh, Rob's hands. Not at all. Uh, CA3 is thicker than a lot of small. That, that's the thing, too. Yeah, he was durable. He took a lot of hits in college, George. You're right about that. I really believe he'll endure. And I hope he does as well, Rob. Or George, sorry. I, I hope he does as well, George. Robert, Austin is stupid shifty. I get what you're saying, but I'm not sure he is the guy to be stunting on speed and separation ability. Yeah. I, I'm just excited to see what he can do with the ball in his hands. Get him in space. Najee wants 500 touches this year. Rock to the Nodge. That's a great Pittsburgh dad reference, Michael Hall. Love it. CA3 is from Memphis. They make them tough in the 901. Oh, there we go. Now I see what the reference is for there, Bray. Awesome. Well, 
Thank you, Memphis Steeler fan. We're happy to have you here. Aaron Harris, how's your offensive line looking? Much better than last year, Aaron. Um, looks like we've got our, our rookie from last year, uh, the left tackle. Moore is still going to be our left tackle. Uh, I'm saying it's going to be Dotson, but Green, who was our starting center from last year, is competing to be that left guard. We brought in Cole to be our center in free agency. We brought in Daniels to be our right guard in free agency. And Chooks just can't get out of right tackle. <laughs> and he's solid there, guys. So it's looking a hell of a lot better than it did last year. Hell of a lot better. Brian Davis, setting the team sack record, and Watt will break the individual again. I'd love to see that. And that would be another defensive player of the year if he does that. Would love to see that. Derek, we are going to surprise a lot of people this year. No losing season. Go Steelers. Yes, because I don't think we need a quarterback to win games for us this year. It's going to be our defense, and it's going to be rock to the nodge. That's all we need this year to win games. It's a Najee Harris offense, guys. And we got three quarterbacks that can run it. Robert, Bray dude, I don't think Kraft even controls Gillette anymore so much cares about Heinz ketchup. Those old guys in South Florida don't care about the town Pittsburgh's doing. Let's get real, Steelers. I, I, I just don't like to talk about Kraft in general, to tell you the truth. John Donahoe, let's hope Devin Bush can bounce back because he looked like doo-doo last year. Yeah, I'm with you. We need him to have a big season because he is athletic enough to do it. You're right, Rob. Just wanted to blame a Patriot for something since Tom left. Hells yes. South Florida, Robert Kraft lives Jupiter Island. Most expensive real estate. Doesn't care. Heinz Ketchup about <laughs> so much about the Steelers who haven't been relevant in the playoffs since two decades ago. Oh, hasn't been two decades since we've been relevant. We were relevant. I get, well, if you're talking about decades as a four decade. Yes. Okay. I see what you're saying. The aughts as opposed to the teens were in the twenties. Got what you're saying. Got what you're saying. I'm for whatever the Steelers, feelers, the field Steelers play at. And don't give a dang about the name. Me too. Do you believe that we're better than the Las Vegas betmakers' odds of seven and a half wins? Yes. I bet that line. I would bet that line in a heartbeat because I think we're getting eight at least. <laughs> you know Tomlin's going to get you eight. <laughs> That's just the way we're built. If we can all get real, then we can talk about more relevant Steelers issues, which is like pulling teeth to get when you're just regurgitate media fad. That's why we don't talk about the media fad crap here, Robert. We talk about a bit of everything, and you know that. You know that, my friend. That's why you're here so much. Steelers getting into double digit on Ws. Love to see that. It's all going to come down to winning the division and divisional games. Cleveland's a mess. Baltimore's beatable. Cincinnati, we got to find a way to slow down that offense, and hopefully this defense is going to do it. That's the thing. I'm talking all over all day, Claude, and Tomlin. We trust. That's it, John. Robert, media fad B fed BS is not the most exciting Steelers talk. I just have to pull y'all out of the matrix to get y'all into much respect. Teach your half moon. That's awesome, Rob. Love it, man. Cow goes moo. And when Fryermuth catches the ball, the crowd goes moo. <laughs> Great joke on what Pat Fryermuth and a cow has in common. Not going to kick you off the show for that or for any reason, Michael Hall. You're too much of a of a friend of the show for me to do that. I already did a few Facebook check-ins at Akersher. Awesome. Awesome. Sweet. Now it's set. Uh, CA3 is very shifter and quick cut. Yeah. Yeah. One of the fastest we've ever had. John, Robert, did you forget to take your meds today, bud? You okay? No. He's just fun. It's the way we roll. The most Steelers way, great off-season pickups and flying under the radar. Sneaky great off-season. Off Excellent points, Aaron Harris. And guys, we're at the point. I, I went an hour and 12. 
this is a long show today. So I'm going to start signing out. I end with you guys. So if you guys have anything else you want to say before we cast out, thank you for joining the Steeler Nation vidcast again, sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises. Be sure to go over to their website, tseshop.com, and follow them on Twitter at Total Sports ENT. Why? Because they give away free jerseys, signed jerseys like every week. Do it. Especially during the season, we always give away signed jerseys. Total Sports ENT on Twitter. Follow the, the, the Steeler on YouTube. Follow all the casts, all the great stuff we put up there. YouTube slash Steeler Nation. That's how you're the first to know. And you can even watch me start to do the live uploads while I'm doing the podcast coming in on Friday nights or Thursday nights for the show. Uh, but obviously the vidcast will be live and more interactive like this one is. But that's over at YouTube. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Steeler Nation. Instagram and Facebook, SteelerNation.com. As well as TikTok. I believe we're also SteelerNation.com. Uh, follow the podcast on Twitter at underscore SN Podcast. Or me, Steeler Nation Striker at SN Striker. Twitter, Instagram, Tickety Talk. That's where I'm at. Now going back to you guys. What do you got? Who starts at QB? Trubisky. That's a quick one. Ah! <laughs> John Darty, I'm excited about Austin too. We haven't had any stretch the field for guys, even though media BS has been saying guys like DJ or that Claypool is that, and they're not. They would be with a better quarterback at delivering a ball in stride, to tell you the truth. Because Claypool put up 14 touchdowns his first year. He can do it. Uh, peace out, my Steeler family. Peace out, Bray. Welcome to the show, 901. Good to have Memphis in the house. Great show. Thank you, Claude. I'm glad you watched it. Come on back. We love having you. Hashtag Steeler Nation. Thank you, Punswick. We'll see you soon, my friend. Michael Hall, sorry. Needed to let that out. See you next week. Boss Ravens and Kuipers suck. Bungles suck. Brownies suck. But you're awesome, Michael Hall of Fame. Yes, it was. <laughs> What's so funny about peace, love, and happiness? Nothing. All love to the to all Steelers fans, all humans, all animals, all aliens, and everything beyond our physical world. Well said, my friend Robert. Love having you on the show, my friend. What's so funny about peace, love, and understanding it? Elvis Costello. <laughs> oh, what's that love and peace and love understanding? <laughs> That's a great song. John, it was fun. I enjoyed it. I'm glad you all did. But my time is now over for the Steeler Nation vidcast, sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises. Aaron Harris, Northern Cheyenne, Tribal Windland, Firefighter, MT Native, Halftag Ghost Steelers. I'm glad I could get those to pop off there before I left. But thank you for joining us at Steelers Vidcast, sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises, part of the Big Play Vidcast Network. I'm your host, Steeler Nation Striker, G Striker. Just call me Striker, whatever you want to call me. <laughs> Rooting along with you as always. Go Steelers!